Welcome to the Fitz Life Unfiltered Podcast with Kim and Jamie Fitzpatrick. Former employees turned successful online entrepreneurs, speakers, parents, and couple. Thank you for tuning in. We know your time is valuable and their goal is to help you live abundantly, provide value and tips on achieving physical, mental, spiritual, and financial wealth while navigating this crazy ass thing we call life. Are you ready? Let's go. Yes. That's hilarious. Hi, guys. We are here. Welcome, Fitz Life Unfiltered. All right, let's do a couple of reviews before we dive into this. And thanks, guys. Thanks for the reviews, everyone. We appreciate it. We're, we're going to start to try to do this every Okay. Every, oh. We are going to be giving, yes, yeah, sorry, I cut you off. We That's are going to okay. be giving away a, um, a legacy headband to Deba Peba. <laughs> Is that a code word? I don't think that's a real name. I don't think name. that's your real name, Deba Peba. Um, this was back a review from 2021. Kim and Jamie, so proud of you both. You've done it. Together, you have made this genuinely unfiltered podcast that echoes sitting around a fire with a glass of Merlot on a Friday night. Looking forward to you watching watching you both grow in this journey. Thank you, Deba. That's awesome. Um, we are going to send you a legacy headband. And I also want to read this one from uh, Ashley Ann. She is um, on her brother's Apple account. So this is for <laughs> Ashley Ann who's on Jacob's Apple account. Uh, if you are listening to this, please message me so I can give you a legacy headband, but you're listening to this is what she said. Um, I listened to these a little out of order. One, three, two, and I'm grateful you guys are taking the time to create podcasts. There's so much value here. Kim, you've brought me to tears at the 10 minute mark of the second episode. I have a very rocky relationship with my mother and you've just opened the floodgates for me to feel ready to begin repairing that relationship when it's been completely shunned by me for about five years. I've refused to speak to her or allow her to see her granddaughter for five years. Thank you for this gift. I could feel my readiness over the past couple months, but you've really unlocked something I didn't know was locked. Many blessings, guys. XOXO. Mm. Ashley Ann. That was nice. Thanks, Ashley. Really cool. All right. So let's dive into this. We are going to talk. Now, I will say that our theme, again, we are not experts. We are not we are not any of those things. We are humans living in a human experience. That is my one of my favorite Wayne Dyer. Maybe Abraham Hicks too. I think he talks about that a lot, about living a human experience, right? Mm-hmm. We are humans living at a human experience. And so that's first off where we always want to come from, from our episodes and from our sharing and from our podcasts. Secondly, I know that sometimes we talk a lot about mood, anxiety, uh, the ways in which things shake out. Which, will, which can create chaos in your mind. And Jamie and I were on our way here to record this podcast. And we thought about, I am a bit like in a tizzy. Um, and typically when this happens is when we've been in flux. So we've either been away, we've been traveling, we pack, things are all awry. I haven't had any steady schedule or habits at home to keep the home, what I like to be calling in flow. And our home is out of flow. It's the opposite of flow right now. It's like a tornado right now. And that makes me so anxious. And I feel really good. Like in terms of my anxiety meter, like it's very fixable. It's not something that's like ruining my whole day, but it will definitely ruin 45 minutes for me until I clean. And I feel like I cannot concentrate until things are in its place. That's just the way that I am. And Jamie finds it absolutely fascinating. He was literally watching me like a Tasmanian devil before we left, just trying to like fold up the blankets and put away the coats. And like, I just love everything being in its place. 
It makes me be, feel calm. And how do you feel about that? How does that not bother you? How does it not bother you when things are out of its place? It does. I just react differently than you. Oh, here we go. No, <laughs> that's not the truth. I, you know, I like things clean. I, I, I tidy up just as much as everyone else does. You know, I like a tidy house. I, I, no, I love cleanliness. Like when the house is clean and tidy and like, it becomes nighttime and you can just chill. No, I trust me. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with you, but we handle it differently. <laughs> Good God. Like you, you, it's like, it's almost like you go into a state. Yeah. 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 Like you go into the state and this is like, uh Oh, uh, what is happening now? It's good. It's no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I don't know if good's the way I describe it, Kim. Here's why. It's not bad, but it ain't good. <laughs> Here's why. This is what I know. And I. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I know. This is what I know. When I take action, I feel calmer. Period. So when I get, <laughs> when I get into a state, it's like this hyper focus of state. And it's not, well, we're going to be kind. We are going to be kind. Um, but it's, it's, it's not a high, but you don't have to, that's that hyper-focused state doesn't have to be in that state. It does. Cause it's raw. Oh, you're just like, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'm not angry. I'm not mad. It may be a little uncomfortable at times. I'm like, what, what's, what are you, why, why is it this level of, of flusteredness? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I can't, I feel like, you know, I feel like it happens to the best of us. And and here's the thing, guys. And I, you, you can, obviously you can disagree with me if you want. If you came to our house and looked like, looked at it right now, you'd probably be like, uh, yeah, this is like about a 25 minute tidy up, clean up some, sh put some shit away. Like, yeah, it's, it, you, tornado that's not a tornado. I, I think there's this thing called minimizing where we can minimize emotions of people. I think we need to be careful. <laughs> okay. On doing that. Okay. Okay. So. But we can also have an opinion of what the state of the house is. Great. And your opinion is different than mine. And it's not 25. It's not a 25 minute or. I think the island has become a collecting pot. Yeah. We, so, so we've never had an island before in our house. So we finally got this new island. I thought it was, I thought it was going to be too big. Kim's like, no, it's perfect. Kim was right. It's actually a perfect size. It's not too big. I was wrong admitting that, but it becomes a collection area because right. it is so big and it's the center point of our, of our floor. Unacceptable. Yeah. And, and, and so, so yeah, but uh, how do we let it get to that spot? Well, then? I think we need to be, so a couple of things we want to say, cause we want to bring value obviously to that is always my goal. So <laughs> it is, it's seriously, it's always my goal. I want you to walk away People's with this, not precious. just hearing me talk about no, not why we're here. So number one, I think that our children need to take far more responsibility. I agree I with that shit. They are fucking slobs. I love them. Oh my but gosh, we, that was aggressive. They're sweet kids, but yeah, they're, they're, they're slobs. And it was aggressive. I love them to death. I would tell them not the F word, but I would say, guys, you're <laughs> slobby. They know this. Tess is like, Tess will come in and does this relate to any of you listening? Like your kids will come in or you'll come in or your spouse or whatever. Your partner will come in and like take off the coat. It's thrown all over the things. Then the shoes are off, but they're in two different sections. And then the backpack's off. Like it is just like a trail. Yeah. You know, like our, it's 
like our, our, our kids are sweet. They're really well mannered, but it's like, remember with my sister's husband, Leon, like if he put his coat, when he was growing up, his mom, when he put his, his coat on the floor, if, if his mom saw him do that, she would make him hang up the coat a hundred times before he could carry on with his day. Yeah. That's what I, this is no, but that, but that's how you learn. Yes, you did. Michelle's told that story. Yeah. Literally like a hundred. And you think he's going to put his coat on the floor again? This is genius. Right. We're going to do it. Okay. So we want to (laughs) know what you do. It's it's our fault. It is our fault. It's a parenting fail. It's totally our fault. Like our kids are super polite, but they are. Yeah. And and I think I overcompensate because my upbringing was very very similar to Leon's where it's like, no, not not like that. No, but no. I know. Not a hundred times, but it was strict. So so strict. It's strict. There's. Strict is strict. I'm sorry. Like yes. it's very similar. So lists of chores, right? Like yes. I woke up on Saturday, could do nothing until the 19 chores were done. Like, and our whole family, all the kids had that. Like, Why was, have you not implemented that with well, our kids? Yeah. Like we should do that. I'm going to write a list. Can you imagine? He's 13. I think it's too late. Okay. Let's give them, we're going to all, when we get back, we're going to all do this together. It's going to be amazing. I think that's the other thing too, from a consistency perspective, where we let our kids down sometimes because we let them off the hook. So we'll have these big conversations and then they'll say, okay, mom, that's all good and well, but you never follow through on that Mm. consequence or whatever. But in my head, I'm like, well, we've had the conversation. You need to put your bag away and get undo from school and they're just being lazy. And I don't want to be nagging at them mm-hmm. every day after school. Yeah. Like I, so then I get to a point where I'm like a boiling teapot <laughs> like today Oh yeah, where I'm literally not, but that's the, that is why it happens. Right. It's like accumulate, 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 accumulate. Like that. We, we need to be stronger on consequences. We need to be stronger on that. And we need to be stronger on like, holding them, them accountable to do stuff in their lives. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, Colby's going to go to college. I don't even want to talk about this. In like six years, yeah, I don't even think he knows how to dress him. So he does. But of like, of course he does. Colby makes his own breakfast. He's, he's not, so independent. He makes his own lunch. I'm not meaning to sound to demasculate or de. No. My point being is that we need, I think that we're at a point in our lives where we need to give them more responsibility. If they're asking for more freedom and autonomy, we need to give them responsibility that comes with that. So there is one thing that we need to do that I knew right from the beginning to like help alleviate the state of the home as we continue to grow. We don't have an enormous house, but we've got a great size house for the four of us. But when there's things out, it feels cluttered for sure. Mm-hmm. So that's number one is like ownership and personal responsibility from every single person in the house and having those, those, you know, follow through, like having the follow through, right? Like mm-hmm. his football stuff, coach. Yeah. Hey coach, what you dumped his football stuff in the I middle didn't of dump it. He did it. Well, he brought it in from the truck. Well, great. So it's still there, but that's my point. So how do we follow up on that? So number one, <laughs> number two, number two, I feel like, Everything has a spot and we need to teach the kids. I mean, they are so good with unloading the dishwasher and doing all those things. So I think to say that they don't have roles or jobs is no, no, they know their room has to be cleaned and all that shit. Correct. But I do think that we can, we can be better there. And then the, the second thing I would say to that and about, you know, and Robin Sharma says this, I'm sure there's a lot of other professionals and greats say this too, but he says, you know, a chaotic room creates a chaotic mind, Mm -hmm. create a chaotic space creates a chaotic mind, which is, for example, when people go to their bedrooms and their bedrooms are a disaster, your sleeps aren't great. That's just period, right? Like, you know, we go down to go cook a beautiful meal and there's 17 dishes in the sink everywhere. You're not 
encouraged to want to start to cook and to clean and to, because you need to clean the mess before you can prepare. No, that's when you say, Jamie, you're not doing your job. (laughs) (laughs) You got to load the dishwasher. (laughs) I do say this. I actually enjoy some nights I surprise them and I have the kitchen clean and it's very therapeutic. But we have our roles like that. That's I, I kind of, I don't mind doing that. That's my thing. Yeah. We have our, we have our our roles. So we don't like, we actually don't bitch to each other about who does what we just kind of, whatever has to get done gets done. But um, and we also are still in the process of moving back in our home as well. Like that's taken lo- much longer than. Oh man! And there's no parenting manual. Like we st- we're still trying to figure <sighs> shit out. Well, and we're self parenting ourselves. <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I thought this I'm just yesterday. trying to self parent myself right now. No, no. I literally Honestly. was sitting when, when we, we were having dinner, I think it was two nights ago. We were having dinner and we're all sitting at the Island. And I literally, I didn't tell you this. I had this thought. A, A, the thought came to me, okay, I'm turning 50 this year. Wow. Okay, that's weird. I don't feel 50 at all. I still feel like I'm 24. And then I looked and I was like, we have these two human beings that we're raising that are like 13 and 10. And it, it just, it like came over me like, not not like nothing bad or good. It was just like, holy cow, we've got almost two teenagers we're raising and like we're responsible for them. <gasps> It's fucking scary. It's a lot of responsibility. Colby told it's me today scary. on our on our car ride back from your uh, race. He's like, you know, today? mom. Yeah, oh. he's like, I haven't told you this yet. He's like, you know, mom. And again, I won't say everything because I totally respect his privacy, and I haven't actually asked him whether I can share this conversation. So I will. <laughs> We're gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna no. go. No, I'm gonna govern. Okay. I'm gonna govern it because I'm very. Just mm-hmm. so you all know that when we do share anything from our children, we ask permission. Like there are no stories that are told that is not. Uh, no pictures are posted, no stories are posted, no videos are shared without permission from either of the kids because, well, their whole fit, they're all the friends are on social media and yeah. we want to make sure that we, he's got autonomy. But this is one thing he said that I, I know that he'd be okay with me sharing. He said, mom, I'm, I'm 13 now and I'm a teenager and I, I just need more space. I need space. And like, I'm okay. I'm good. Like, and I'm just like, <laughs> like act cool, act cool, you know? And I'm like, yep. Yeah, Buddy, you know what? I really love that we're able to have these open conversations, you know? And I said, but when we go away on vacation, you can't be alone because that's just not safe. He's like, no, no, mom, I get it. I get that. Like, there's still this part of me that wants to hold on to him so hard. And I don't, I know he's 13, but I'm sure that is as parents, you know, and again, we are brand new with a teenager. Like, I'm sure that this is. I, I don't know if anyone has any advice, but it's like, you know, we'll take it and we want it because, you know, we are just navigating this, you know, this relationship where you want to foster such independence and you want to foster such autonomy, I, but also raise help to raise really strong, sensible, kind, you know, compassionate kids, which he, they both really much are. Yeah. I always say, I just want really nice human beings out of them. I really do. I mean that obviously hardworking, obviously all those things, even successful, whatever the heck that even means. Like, I don't, I don't even know what that means to, cause it's so different for everyone. I really just want them fulfilled and like doing something yeah. they enjoy and just be a good, per- like that. That's my big thing. Be a really good person, you know, treat people well, everybody well, have an open mind. Um, I was going to say, but the thing with you and Colby is I think you would, you would love for Colby to be a mama's boy. Like you, you would love for him to just dote on you and be like, mom, I'm, and the reality, like, this is the truth. I, I don't know where I would actually, cause Tessa, yeah. it needs me yeah. all day long. Tessa's our, 
Both of us, but you more, you more, but both. She's yeah, incredible. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. What? She's me. Yeah. <laughs> There's a snort. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say it. Because, I hurt uh, what? Oh yeah. What happened? How did you hurt that? What did you drop on it? Oh, the chair. Oh, the chair. You were so angry. I was kind of, I was kind of laughing under my breath because it wasn't a serious injury, it was but you serious were so angry. Injury. I wasn't angry. I couldn't talk. <laughs> and Tessa and I react the exact same way. Oh when yeah, we're hurt. you caught yourself. I'm like, oh my god, you're Tessa. No, she's you're me. like, don't talk to me. <laughs> what I was going to say about Colby though is he is so independent, and he it's not just because he's 13 now. He's always been independent. He, he just he's well, he's he's like me. Like he loves his alone time. He'll just he loves. He doesn't need people around. Like he really, I think restores his energy by just kind of being alone. And he's got his friends that he goes and plays with a lot. He's a very social kid. He likes his online Loves games and stuff. Loves to be outside as well Loves, now. Yeah. It's, oh, can but, we just talk about but hold, that? But hold on. But but what I was going to say is that it's just like, I think that's hard for you because he is so independent. No, it's not hard for me. Okay. I'm good. All right. I'm totally good. Okay. I'm actually good. What what I, And I explained this to him on the way, like when he doesn't want to come out for dinner with us, Mm -hmm. I'm more like, are you okay, bud? Is that okay? Are you okay not coming? Mm -hmm. More because I love him. I honor him. I want sure. him to be with us. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm great. And he goes, I feel guilty when you ask me, are you sure, bud? Are you sure, bud? Because then I second guess that I should be coming. Mm. And I said, oh, buddy, what a what a important conversation of communication right now. Yeah. Because I said, what I what I'm hearing, what I'm thinking, you're thinking. Or is that you're going to feel left out or you're going to feel like we've left you out. Mm. And what I'm hearing you say is you're like, oh no, I'm fine. Like, please leave me alone. Like I've got this. <laughs> and he's like, that's accurate. So that was a really, what I would say is, you know, one of those crucial conversations for us to understand each other, mm -hmm. for him to see, okay, this isn't mom being really annoying. This is her coming from a place of compassion and love and not wanting me to be left out, but she's not reading the room. And <laughs> yeah. I want to be left out. Right. So that's, I'm, I, it was interesting. I was at the stoplight and he just went quiet and he said to me, he's like, you know, I just, I don't have a lot of expression. I just, you know, I'm, I'm, but I'm really thinking I'm really deep mom. And I'm like, buddy, I totally love that. I'm getting to know you exactly the way you are. You don't need to be anything other, anything than, you. other than you. And that felt, I almost started to cry, but mm. I had to keep it in because I didn't want right. to start crying in front of him. But I'm just like, those are the types of conversations that like I didn't get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And those are very healing for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. you just want to see people for who they are. Yeah. And just honor them. Like, yeah. God, if you want, like, I love that Instagram um, reel that's going away being like, I don't care if you think I'm cringe, be cringe. Mm -hmm. You want to go start a YouTube, go do a YouTube channel. You want to go be, Go fucking do what you want. Like, why are we all judging all the people? Go live your life. And yeah. let's raise up children that know that that's okay too. Mm -hmm. We don't need to judge them. We don't need to micromanage them. We don't, like, yeah. Like, I am committed to not raising children that need to recover from their childhood. Yeah, And they might in their own little way because of whatever will happen. But my God, if I can help prevent yeah. The parental damage, I'm going to do my fucking best. Yeah. And yeah, it sucks sometimes, but they're their own people. Yeah. We don't have to like everything they say. They don't have to listen to us. They don't no. have to agree with everything they, we say. No. They don't. 
That's Dr. Shafali. If you need any great recommendations on mm-hmm. Uncon- the unconscious, uh, oh wait, is that unconscious parenting? Conscious parenting. <laughs> <laughs> Not unconscious. Great, great parenting book. No. Un- unconscious parenting. <laughs> That's a great book. Conscious parenting. Not unconscious parenting, but it was beautiful. And I always say, like, I, I, I still say this, and this isn't always going to be the case because there's exceptions to everything, but I do think if your kids really know they're loved, like, that, that that's going to solve a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's a... I think shit starts to happen when kids question, like, do they really like, yeah. but I, and I'm, I'm always very conscious with our two kids. Like they, I hope they know they're Tessie, super loved. Tessie is such a words of affirmation. Girl. She is. Oh, yeah. Need, like speaking of that, I need to go text her something. Yeah. I, <laughs> you but know, I, like, I think we, and, and words are just words, but God, I think we tell our kids we love them. But I will 10 say times a day, but you know what I will say, and this is one thing I'll share. We were told, love you. But there's a huge difference to feeling loved. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a big difference to not even almost having to say it, but you know, mm-hmm. that's the goal for me. Yeah, that's the goal for them to feel peace when they're around us, for them to feel accepted when they're around us. You know, and that that might take us forever, like till the day we die. To mm. you know, knock on wood, because my life's going to be long and hearty. Um, <laughs> Heart, who says hearty? Well. No pun intended, but it's like, you know, we just really want to honor that in them. And I think as we, as we heal and as we age and as we learn and as we unlearn, the more we can give and the more we share our lived experiences and the more, you know, those that are listening, we have these open conversations and we're Mm -hmm. able to share our truth more and more and more. I think that is where the healing starts and the breakdown of communication starts to get mended. Right. Yeah. 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 So anyway, we are going to wrap this one up. We hope that this was a value, beautiful conversations, important, important stuff that is near and dear to our heart. And that is our plan on this platform. And with Fitz Life Unfiltered is to be unfiltered, to have conversation that we can, you know, bring up things that maybe aren't so easy to talk about. And we just mm-hmm. want to keep bringing them to the light so we can continue to normalize conversations that perhaps need to be shared more than they are. Really appreciate you guys listening. We know time is valuable. So uh, thank you so much, everybody. And if you can leave us a review, we love reading them. Appreciate it so much. Thanks, all. You have been listening to the Fitz Life Unfiltered podcast with Jamie and Kim Fitzpatrick. Please share this with your friends, family, and everyone looking to level up in their life. Leave a review and smash the shit out of the subscribe button. All resources and contact info are in the episode notes. Thank you for listening.